You're listening to You Don't Know Nick, the podcast, a podcast that explores the generational differences from Zoomers to Boomers as it relates to what's going on today. Enjoy. Hi, I'm Jessica Lynn Verde. And I'm Mike Richards. And we're the hosts of Mission Log, The Orville. We look at every episode to break it down from messages, morals, and meanings. We'll be with you every step of the way from episode one to season three when it premieres on Hulu on June 2nd. You can find our show everywhere you listen to podcasts or you can go to podcast.roddenberry.com. We'll see you in the stars. Not if I see you first. That I took a temperature poll, like uh-huh. just kind of asked people like how they felt, and a lot of people felt like it was a good thing that half of the podcast wasn't about NFTs. Last week. <laughs> 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 I'm just letting you know that the, like a little straw Look, poll went out, and there there's a lot of things in our lives that we don't want to face. And, and and I get it. It's easier to live without the knowing. Mm-hmm. I understand. That's that's the one. <laughs> that's what it is. I I just I just I don't want to. I guess I'm going to say it. I have a really good sense about what people want, and I'm really good at giving it to them. You know what I mean? You do actually. I think you do. I think it's one of your greatest strengths. <gasps> So sweet. Thank you. It's why I said, Jess, I want to do this podcast with you because I don't know. I don't have a sense. And I'm coming to you as somebody who I think is uh, knowledgeable and aware. I was not fishing, but I'll take the compliment. Um, I'm just just stating fact. Well, yeah. I mean, that's just like anything, though. It's like I find projects or working together usually works best when you've got like people that respect each other's strengths but have different strengths right and you were smart to go i'm not gonna get my ass onto a podcast i'm not gonna start one but i know who will (laughs) actually i did not that's i'm actually uh grateful and surprised at you know at you actualizing this because at first it was just I, I wasn't like I was like oh we weren't she's... 100% serious yeah I was like oh this could be a lot of fun you know so that oh yeah just another sort of hey this could be fun idea and then you were like well no I this is actually something I'm capable of doing and I'm gonna do it I was but like, I, oh, shit. so I guess what I'm trying to say without saying it is I I wouldn't have done that if I didn't want to do it also like yes uh, I'm great to work with. People love working with me. I have a project to gotta come to get, ask me to do it. But when Nick Wasu goes, "What? What do you want to do?" I'm like, "Okay, we'll figure it out." So <laughs> it's like it's like two things tangoed and it worked. I guess is my point. But but still, yet yet even though you say like I know what I'm talking about, and that like have my finger on the pulse, you still think we should have had a whole episode about NFTs? Like you're not you're not you're not learning. Oh, no, no. I'm stubborn and um and I will I will probably assume that what I think is important that other people do as well. It's one of my faults, you know. 
Um, but no, I, I do think, and I've said, I said this last time. Okay. And I'll go to my grave on this. Okay. I know that NFTs in particular and crypto in general kind of has a bit of a generalized bad rap amongst yes. the average yes. person. And for better or for worse, I think it's important for people to have at least some awareness around it because I do think whether we like it or not, it's going to play a role in our lives in the future. So I, to be fair to your point, when I took my straw poll and everyone was like, blah, 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 NFTs, blah, 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 like, like you're saying, I shared with them that no one was saying, this is the best. This is what it's going to be. Like, you know, no one was saying, this is the only way that we were, you have to give us credit enough to like, weigh the pros and cons what are we looking you know so so and that our guest did that very well as well so um by that point i had kind of gotten people on board like oh okay like because what i was really trying to do because the majority of people that listen to our podcast tend to watch me stream as well kind of wanted to ease them into hey around the 40 minute mark you may not want to listen anymore (laughs) but Oh, stay tuned because it's not going to be exactly what you think it is. You know what I mean? So, like, I think I got him to listen past a little bit. Well, and I think, you know, Nick Clark is a very thoughtful human being in terms yes. of he's always, he never is, looks at one side of things. He's always looking at both sides. I While think, having his opinion, too. Oh, certainly. Right. <laughs> Certainly. I'm just saying he's not without <laughs> that. But I don't think anything he said was like, people should be doing NFTs and NFTs are, you know, are cool and what, the you only know, yada, thing. yada. Yeah. He was like, no, this is a gamble. It's this weird sort of pocket of time. And I'm choosing to dabble in it a little bit because I found my little whatever. But I don't think he puts much stock in it. But does know what he's talking about with regards to those things. And even also, to his credit too, goes, I know a tenth about what's out there. You know, in the same way you're like, I know of 1% of what's out there. So um, so really, this is a long way to say, don't trust us. We have no idea what the hell we're talking about ever. This is an opinion-based podcast. <laughs> and all that we want are people to be entertained, Nick. We're entertainers. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? <laughs> All right, we're. Um, this is the shortest preamble we've ever had. We're gonna do a commercial break right now, and then we're gonna come right back to it and 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 talk about some things. Does that sound good? It sounds great. I just want to tease you with. I got some things for you today. Oh, I love being teased. <laughs> this is great. Not emotionally, but okay. Let's go. See you on the other side. Hey there, Nichols. It's Jessica. And if you know anything about me, you know that I really, really like to eat food. Sometimes I don't have enough time to cook food for myself. Sometimes I forget to eat, so I have to order something last minute. But I'm here to tell you that I am now using HelloFresh and I couldn't be happier about it because all I have to do is just select a couple meals for the week. They come directly to my door. They're easy to make. They accommodate my diet. And it's really inexpensive. 
I can't recommend HelloFresh more to people who are looking for new things to cook in the kitchen, looking to save time on food prep, uh, are indecisive about what to eat in the first place, and really just looking for something that might be just a little bit easier than your current routine is. You can accommodate just yourself, a family, however you want to go. And now if you use my code P-O-G-S-E-2009, you got to jump on it. It's only available for the month of March. You get up to 16 free meals plus three surprise gifts across your six HelloFresh boxes plus free shipping on your first box. So you can go to strms.net forward slash HelloFresh underscore Jessica Nerdy, J-E-S-S-I-C-A-N-E-R-D-Y. If that's too many things for you to remember, there will be a link in our liner notes for this week's episode. Again, it's going to be strms.net forward slash HelloFresh underscore Jessica Nerdy with the code P-O-G-S-E-2009. You're going to get yourself some fresh eats. Nicholas, Masu, Nicholas, George, if you can think about like, what's, here's what, huh, do you, what's like a commercial that shaped your childhood? A commercial? Yeah. Well, so, I was. Here's why I'm asking, because we, you, when I first, when you first came on to to record you're like what's that <laughs> <laughs> which no one has said for 15 years <laughs> but or tw- actually probably 20 if not more but it but the board wiser and that's and was that was like a huge cultural touchstone right for yeah. your Give generation light, my... bud light bud. Oh, the whole bud the bud frogs although yeah but but wiser did a good job back in the day they had a good heyday it was like it mm-hmm. was like them and got milk they were like killing it you know, mm-hmm. um, but but catchphrases and commercials, you and I are in commercials. So it is part of, you know, you couldn't even re- re- fast forward past commercials in the past. So they were part of our a daily life. So what like what do you remember, like, saying in the playground stuff like that? Well, I, the first thing that came to mind is the classic. Where's the beef? Yes, that was the first one I thought of too. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, so it's. I it, knew you were going to say that. Is my point. You knew I was going to say that because where's the beef is iconic. So iconic. Where's the beef? And, and do you remember what what product? No, because I don't oh. remember the commercial very well. I just know where's the beef. Wendy's. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, back in the, also one of the things wow. that came to mind is back in the day, there was a game called Commercial Crazies. You ever heard of this? No. So back back in the day, VHS time, you got this game with a VHS tape and you'd put it in and it had a bunch of commercials on it. And the game was actual you, commercials? Actual commercials. And you'd watch the commercial and then be asked a question about it like some obscure question that like so you had to like notice something you had to like pay attention to the commercial in its entirety to be able to answer the question at the end so uh so yeah so i that that comes to mind too you had to pay to buy a vhs to watch commercials 
Uh-huh. Whoever created that is a fucking genius. Well, this is the time when you couldn't you couldn't just watch a commercial that, you know at that time, right? Well, like, no, I understand, but like that's the I've just my mind is blown. That would be like you paying to watch a free YouTube video. But to watch the ad before it, like you're paying to watch the ad before a free YouTube video, that's what's happened. You know what I mean? Like, like we're paying with our time and our soul, but you you guys paid for VHS to play fucking games. That person's they, a v- genius. VHS games were popular for a while. I think yes. they would. I think they would do it like, oh, that hit TV show, and then you would watch clips or scenes from it or something. I can't remember all the different derivations of these VHS games, but. It was a thing. So one of my favorite shows of all time is Community. And we have a mutual friend who was a a blip on one of the episodes. He played a a chess piece. He was a pawn, Brian Jones. Oh, was he? Oh, funny. (laughs) Yeah, he was a pawn in one of their – the first paintball episode, actually. He's part of a member of the chess club. And uh, they have a whole episode that's centered around a, a find at, like, Goodwill of a VHS game. And this guy's like, he's now when I press, when you're going to press pause, you're going to make your teams. And they, they end up doing like a little vignette at the end of the episode where like it's the guy who's playing this, con, con, you know, train conductor or whatever. And he's like, yeah, OK. Oh. And he goes to his wife and goes, I, I just booked the job. I just booked this, the, the, T, the VHS game job. She goes, honey, pack your bags. We're going to, we're going to do cocaine. We're going to go to Hollywood. This is going to be your big break. <laughs> it's excellent commentary. Anyway. So yes, I do know that it was like a thing that happened, but like to watch commercials is kind of blowing my mind a little bit. It is. And then, you know, like some of them were like iconic commercials. There were like, there were various where's the beef ones. Um, then there was like stuff that like you had never, you would never had seen, you know, or, or at least I had never seen. Um, I wish I could remember them all. There was one. <laughs> there was one. I can't remember what the product was for, but it was basically a. It was like a joke about like basically either Eastern Bloc or Russian fashion. Mm-hmm. Totally. And yeah. <laughs> all I remember is up next. Svinver. And, you know, this sort of Eastern Bloc older woman comes out wearing like, not not a bathing suit, but some sort of like, long one piece. I, I don't know, that's all I can remember, but but holding like a beach ball. Oh my goodness. And so that, that always rings in my head. Up next, Svinver. Svinver. So like, and that would be something that you and your brothers would like, repeat to each other. I, I wonder if my brothers remember, I, they definitely remember commercial crazies. I wonder if they remember... So, do you have a text thread with all three of your brothers on it? I do, yes. Okay, so do me a favor, make a voice message and go, next up, swim there, and do it and see if they how they respond. Just do it right now for us. Just that, no Just explanation. That. No explanation. I bet you Greg or Paul's going to get it. I don't know the other guy's name, so I can't guess that he's going to get it. His name's John. Okay, John, so you've never talked about John. John, well, we can get into it. Uh, John's great. Let's get uh, into it. I guess well, that's what we're going to talk about. He's the only one of my brothers who's I've probably never listened to a single episode. That's okay. My sister might... has never seen me perform improv. Oh, well, that's... Not once. 
That's crazy. You know, my, my, I have a picture. My brothers, I don't think, had ever seen me before, perform improv. And then we went to Texas, where they all lived, and did uh, a Jane Austen. And they all came out and saw it. And I have a picture of me in my Jane Austen costume with all my brothers. How delightful. Cool. I yeah. mean, you possibly look like a badass next to them, too. So it's pretty tight. It's great. It was great. It came up on, like, my Facebook memories post. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. I mean, okay. yeah, yeah, I'm sure they were proud of you, too. Okay, here we go. Oh, I just got a notification that somebody tagged a picture of me. <laughs> so you actually have notifications on. Yeah, my Twitter notification. Was a, it was you a know, test. I, yeah, there you go. Sure. Uh, did I pass? I don't know. I don't know. I think I failed. Okay, here we go. Up. Wait, I got to <sighs> Got to hold it. Yeah, I gotta hold it. Hold on, okay. Then I'm gonna hold it. Up next, Svindel. Okay, let's see. I love it. I love it. I can't wait. I can't wait to see what's gonna happen. Let's see what happens. Now, it's, now I never do audio texts. So is this is this a thing? Is this it is a thing. I think I think it's like um it's like a tool, just like anything, right? So like um a big important powerful man that I know won't text back but will send voice messages with feedback. Like like Ew. hey I'm on a, I'm on a run right now. It would be ill if that person was ill but that person's not ill. But I mean like I'll do the voice text where 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 tech creates a a transcript of what I say. But, but I will say actual- this, when I'm getting feedback from someone verbally like that like you know a 1 minute message it's a little bit more personal i don't know and like you're getting the nuance you're getting their actual feedback how they actually feel about something um it actually it it seems like it's a convenience thing that way i don't need to make sure that siri didn't misspell something i don't hate it let's put it that way i think it's more for um making jokes sometimes that's how i use it i've seen that yeah i may have done that before like in a rare occasion on a on a dude chain yeah, it's it'll show up that way. I think when someone's got, you know, seven hundred, you know, character text reply, you you could use a voice message instead. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But no, I just I just write paragraphs. No, you don't. Do you? You don't even like texting. <laughs> no, sometimes. No, I text at times. There's 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 some people in my life that I have a text communication like that's our primary like close friends who i don't see that often. i see sure 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 where we'll just have long dialogue on text yeah totally um i just recorded an episode of the mission log the orville show that i do for roddenberry and the Mm, one we uh did yeah talking about the other go ahead Uh it's okay hey it one hand feeds the other um maybe i don't know uh (laughs) So the the episode we talked about was they found a iPhone from 400 years ago, aka like 2015, and they're able to make a simulation of this girl and her life because it was like this one. And so like they're looking through her old text messages and stuff, and he's able to like fall in love with her because the the computer can make a perfect replication of her because of her whole life is documented on her phone. Crazy. It's well, it's like. Semi-sweet and, you know, heartbreak, bittersweet, romantic episode. But, um, yeah, really good. I don't know. 
I don't know what my point is. Side note there on that, I was listening to this. Do you ever listen to The Daily, The New York Times Daily? No, podcast? no, no. I would say but, no. I don't listen to anyone else's podcast, just mine. Well, it's a news podcast. I think it's really good. They, they, they do like a 20, 25-minute deep dive every day into to a topic. Oh, that's cool. So kind of like what we should be. Oh, no, no, no. They're no. very well researched and thought through and, <laughs> you know, it's... Should. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they did the they did this one, it was actually like a special, it was like an hour long, on how somebody, not somebody, uh, an Israeli company, it doesn't okay. matter that it's Israeli, but it just happens to be, has developed a software, I don't know what you would even call it, software, hardware, whatever, developed a technique for being able to break into anybody's phone. It, like it was it. phenomenal. And they like, they like sell it to different governments yeah, for use yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah. It's, it was very interesting. Um, so I, I remember a couple of years ago, the federal government issued a warrant to Apple to yeah. give them access to uh, someone's phone in a crime. And mm-hmm. Apple said, no, we don't even have that technology, which is probably a fucking lie. But they said, no, it's a privacy nightmare. They will, And I thought that that was strangely – it, uh, it had some strange integrity that I didn't expect from Apple. Now, that being said, it's possible – that technology goes to the highest bidder and the federal government was saying you got to give it to us for free but it would set a precedent and that 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 I remember Apple trying to put the kibosh on it which then makes me think that this company said here's the hole in the market we're going to figure that out I I mean I have to go back and listen to it either I think there's a chance that, that they had the technology at the time or were were close to developing it I mean since then I mean on this on this you know podcast they were talking about how the united states did get access to it and and you know learned how to use it and all that stuff but then put regulations on it and restrictions i don't know it's a fast it's it's a whole fascinating thing but i think apple was might have been truthful um but then this yeah these people have found a way around it i'd like I, with those kind of things i always like to maintain a healthy skepticism like yeah apple says that they didn't do that but I'd like, I just don't, I don't want to be found with my pants down around my ankles. You know what I mean? I'd be like, oh, no, Apple definitely didn't do that. And then I'm eating crow. But again, it has nothing to, like, even if, even if Apple didn't, it doesn't matter. All of my information's out there. My titty pics are out there. You know, <laughs> I, if I wanted to, I could see Chris Evans' dick right now. You know what I mean? Like, it's out there. So what else? We, what are you going to do? Just don't murder people. <laughs> it's as simple as that how do, how people get away with murder nowadays i'll never understand oh well you, you gotta watch some more crime shows um i guess you're right maybe i need to learn did you? you did you see that i don't did you see that the ukrainian uh president has is boasting about having um survived dozens or like a dozen um assassination attempts yes <laughs> I, what, no, what era are we living in right now? Oh, it's crazy. I, <sighs> I'm trying to keep one eye on it, but I'm also not diving in because I. It, Same. It's 
yeah it's, i don't it's, it's like it's a um it's like a mental health game now right like okay this is happening that's pretty shitty um there's a lot of shitty things happening do you do you fall on the side of the spectrum though that's like well i guess it's hard to, to look at, at a silver lining with uh war so i'm gonna walk that one back um Anyway, let's just talk about commercials. Fuck it. So, <laughs> so, where's the beef and swim bear? Have your have your brothers responded? We have received the first response. Okay. From Greg, which is, huh? Question mark. <laughs> so he's a little older, but I also could see him because he's seven years older than me. That maybe he didn't play the game as much. Oh, he might not have. You know what I mean? So it's sure. possible. Well, I'm curious. This is this is going to be interesting. Um, because, like, my sister and my brother, there's four siblings as well. But three of us were in a closer age range. And then the youngest is, like, 10 years younger than me. So there's, like, things he missed out on that us three did. And my brother sent my sister and I a message. And she's like, I did nothing. Like, I don't even know what this is. <laughs> like, this is this was not me. Which is odd because she was really close to our age. So for her to have not been involved in whatever he texted us about, she had to be purposely excluded, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I do know. But they both, they also had their own thing, too. They had they call each other lovers. Like, hey, lover. Hey, we're lover bunnies. Like, they have, like, like they were all, like, we were kind of, like, best friends in high school. Or, like, they, you know, not best friends. They had similar... My sister Elena had hot girlfriends, and my brother Joe had the dudes that wanted to hook up with the hot girlfriends. So it made <laughs> sense that those two clicks clicked together, kind mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. So I just didn't have that going for me. Mm. So I, I didn't end up being a, you know, a lover bunny. Uh, this is probably for the best. I think so. That's what I was going to say. I think maybe <laughs> you 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 win here. <laughs> oh Jesus! Um, so we got. Where's the beef? Did you know that Sarah Michelle Geller was banned from McDonald's? No. For what? So Burger King launched the first ever smear campaign commercial against McDonald's. And Sarah Michelle Gellar was the little girl in the commercial eating a Burger King burger or was like outside of McDonald's going, I would never eat this. Oh, <laughs> so, no. Or something. And I mean, like it was like, made, like, it, like basically it like changed, changed the commercial world a little bit. And so McDonald's got all salty and banned her. <laughs> <laughs> of course they did. It was really funny to me. Okay, so I just Googled commercial crazies. Okay. And there's a lot on YouTube. Uh, I think there's, wow. there's some stuff that's like 52 minutes long. So I'm wondering if somebody like uploaded the full video Oh, date. 100%. Um, or is not- there like commercial crazies one? Commercial crazies expanded you know no it's just different people doing it uh, yeah so this was impactful in people's lives and, and one of the ones that has has come up has reminded me of one of probably one of the most uh influential commercials of back in the day let's go do you remember mm. do you remember micro machines that guy yeah yeah the, the fast talker yeah yeah 
Oh man. Yeah. I mean, that was all over commercial crazies with him. And that was a good one because he talks so fast <gasps> to then yeah, watch to pick it. out what he says mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's funny. So I don't know why, but more than once in the last two or three years, I watched an interview, like a like a viral interview with that guy, where he talks where he talks about my girl crazy and I was like why he learned it. I think okay, so yeah, he learned how to do micro machines because there was a contest, and so he taught himself how to do it, and then made you know hundreds of thousands of dollars for being that guy. Wow. Wow. Yeah. There okay. There's a 30-second trailer for the game. Do you want to hear? Okay. Uh yeah, hell yeah. You should be able to share it even. Do I wait, how do I share it? Uh if you go Oh my god, this is bringing back so many memories already. If you go below, there's going to be a share plus button. If you're not full screen, which you probably aren't, oh. you're fucking Surfing the internet <laughs> while we're doing a podcast for the sake of the effing. No, I got it. It's okay. Have I'm I... just busy posting on Twitter. So, have I done it here? What's it doing? It's not... You can send me the link. This is what people come. It's uh, yeah, maybe not. Give me the link in the private chat and I can do it. Oh, god, but I wanted to, I want to watch. Oh, but you're, you're going to, to. okay. And the first one that, that the first little clip that is that I saw here of this first commercial is definitely one of the classics Ugh. that I remember from the game. Here you go. I love that 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 this is like unlocking a core memory for you. Now on YouTube, whoever uploaded this in the description says VCR game from Mattel. I can't imagine this sold well. <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> No. How many views are on the video? I can't. I, I just. It just says 1,800 views on the that's, video. Oh, that's not a lot. Let's um, see. This person clearly is not Gen X if they don't. Right. If they can't imagine that this sold well because I, I mean, maybe maybe we were the only household that had it, but I feel like. I guess I didn't really know a lot of other people that had it. Maybe it didn't sell well, but we love I it. I mean, commercial crazies, for it to even go up on the internet, is, is it's it was something. It, so here's the thing. It says 1986 Mattel commercial crazies game. That's the year I was born. Oh. So, so when, I while you were uh, being birthed, <sighs> I was watching this. Playing this. next up next swimsuit. <laughs> next up swimwear. Swim, I wonder swim if this gonna make the thirty second trailer. We'll see. We'll let's see. see. Let's watch it. You did a bang up job. I'm putting you in charge of Pittsburgh. Sure, sure. I know it's perfect, Peter. That's why I picked Pittsburgh. We've collected some of the wackiest commercials you've ever seen. And That's the swimwear right there. CR game. Oh! Commercial crazies. They seem pretty normal to me. Peter, that's okay, Bill Betty Bob. You pick a card to watch the commercials, you touch your memory. Got it? Got it. Got it. Who gets sent to Pittsburgh? Peter Paul Pat. Repeating Peter Paul Pat. Uh, Pat? Pong. Right. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Pete did a bang up job. That's why I put Pete in charge of Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Commercial crazies. He's the PR spokesperson PR. for it. From Mattel. Call me Pete, so I call him Pete. Wow. You've ever seen. Wow. 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 Do you see the swimwear? I, I got I got it. That is like a, a so what we're looking at is a a Zoftik woman who is holding a beach ball with red stars on it that are is the same size as she is at wearing basically 1920s swimwear. Is that actual swimwear or is that just a like a pant, a skirt suit? 
a yeah. ankle length skirt suit. Let's just say yes. So imagine an ankle length skirt suit. And then the joke for the commercial was every time they would say, you know, evening wear, it would be this or swimwear. It was always the same outfit. Got but, it. But maybe this time she's holding a ball. The next time she's whatever, maybe holding a, a, a wine glass. Or Got whatever. it. That's very funny. I got it now. It all makes sense. It all is so clear to me. That is. And then I love that this Micro Machines guy is the host for this. Well, and those, that I don't know if those were, maybe those weren't real commercials. Maybe those were just made for the game. But that whole like fast talking when he's all that alliteration that he was doing, those, that's, that's burned into my, yeah, totally. my childhood. And that was, those were also very tricky because they were like, they would ask the question of like, what did Peter do? You know, you're like, oh shit. You know, you had to really pay attention. He's like, what Peter, Paul, Peter Frank. Do? You know? um, so. So let's look at this one. I don't know if I know this one. Let's see. Play our song, musical glowworm. Glowworm, yeah. It looks familiar, but oh my god, nightmare fuel. You you never knew about the glowworms? I don't think so. Oh, that's yeah, that's that's Gen X. God, it's horrifying. It is horrifying when you look at it now. But it's also, oh, Tex Ruxpin, Teddy Ruxpin? Teddy Ruxpin, uh-huh. There are lots of teddy bears, but only one Teddy Ruxpin. Hi. I remember this. My name is Teddy Ruxpin. Hi, Teddy. Wow. Your friend is what I'd like to He's be. A <gasps> I remember this! He's a magic bear. One day, we found an old treasure map. The treasure was supposed to be... My friend Teddy Ruxpin. Teddy Ruxpin comes what? with a storybook and cassette. Other stories I can sold see separately. why Chucky was, was popular. You know what I mean? <laughs> wow. Animated and a personified animated toys. Yes, yes. Wow. Uh, ABC will be... Okay, I don't know... If you know this, this is like... Oh, yes. We'll be you right know these? back. Oh. oh, yeah. After these messages, we'll be right back. So. Oh, yeah. After these messages, we'll be right back. Oh, my gosh. There's one. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yikes. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. After these messages, oh. we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right oh, back. This comedy duo of this fire hydrant and the dog. It really, it's throwing us for a loop here. Look out, Laurel and Hardy. For real. So this, this I would watch that, and I remembered we'll be right back. Mm-hmm. And I would. this is when I would watch Pee Wee Herman. Oh. Yeah. Pee Wee Herman was Saturday morning? I don't know if it was Saturday morning. It could have been. Saturday morning bumpers. I feel like that happened during the day, like, also. Like, like I was at home watching cartoons as a, oh, as a maybe kid. after school. Something like that. Um. Yeah, that that's what, what, core, that's core what's, memory for what's me. The car, what's the cartoon? What's the after school cartoon that got so, you? So... By the time I knew that this is like what I'm coming home for, 
it was like Pokemon or mm-hmm. Batman Returns and Super Batman versus Batman and Superman. Um, and then there was like a slew of Cartoon Network ones like Dexter's Laboratory, um, Powerpuff Girls. Um, that like like you went like I watched purposely after I don't know if I watched those after school actually, but because like we watched Rugrats, you watched. I guess if we watched Spongebob, kind of. We watched, purposely watched Ren and Stimpy. Um, we weren't allowed to watch The Simpsons, but Beavis and Butthead was not a, a, a fan favorite. And uh, Daria, I never watched. Just those are like ones I was like a little too young for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like Rocco's Modern Life, those mm-hmm. kind of but mm-hmm. so what were you watching what were your cartoons well so Have those we carto- talked about this i don't think so i think we briefly talked about it with clark last week um those were ones that i was i must have been in middle school for was i or was i in high school for i i don't quite remember but i remember you know rugrats ren and stimpy right that, those were like next evolution cartoons for me yes and so I would watch them because they did, they still, you didn't, I think they, they, they spoke to both little kids and then older kids, you know, like you could still, as an older kid, you could watch it and still be entertained. Um, I mean, my, I mean, mine goes back to like Thundercats, uh, He-Man, Transformers, um, G.I. Joe, um, but one, I think, you know, those were definitely like early childhood Trying to think of other ones. I mean, Thundercats was huge. Um, I try to think, of, but the one as I got a little bit older that came that I think really landed with me was was Ducktales. Really? To me, that was a bit of an evolution from some of the older cartoons, like I just mentioned. And, and I remember Ducktales. Watched a ton of Ducktales. Remember that's Ducktales? So well, so yeah, before I've... you, but it was still around. I'm sure when you were. No, because there was like the DuckTales and like the Adventure something team and like Chippendales or something. I watched DuckTales, but I didn't know it well enough. Like I couldn't tell you the characters' names. And then like Darkwing Duck or Gargoyles. Mm-hmm. I think these were all kind of like, were they kind of offshoots of it or like evolutions of DuckTales? Maybe. Because I do uh, feel like they're of the same ilk. So I So tell me what resonated with you in DuckTales. You know, I don't, I mean, I guess I don't know exactly other than it feels very present within me. And like, I have very strong memories of watching it all the time. And I guess what they went on adventures. Is that what they did? I can't remember. You had Scrooge McDuck who's swimming in his, you know, vault of gold coins. You know, it's the, it's it's Huey, Dewey and Louie, right? Huey, Dewey and Lewis. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, it's, it's the it's the brothers, and then Scrooge McDuck doing Huey jumped, Lewis. Yes, that's yeah. right. He the, Scrooge McDuck jumps into the coin pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what did? Okay, all right, we have to do this because I I did watch this. I I was conflating it with the Tailspin, which was the the show. I'll show you Tailspin first. That sounds familiar. Tailspin. Yeah, it's of the same ilk as well. Um. Well, it's not, but it. Rem- this is what like, I think a tailspin would come up, and I'd be like, oh, I don't know if I want to watch this. Uh, when in reality, it was probably fine. Let's see, this is tailspin. <laughs> oh, yeah, I kind of remember this. We've got bears flying. This song. Oh, 
I definitely want this. Right? Yeah, I definitely want this. Was it my top choice? Was it my must want? That's what I'm necessarily, saying. But, but I all oh, this I remember. So I also don't know if I had okay, Disney Channel? This is Disney Channel. It's gotta be, right? Yeah, it's what it says up in the corner there. Oh yeah. I, I don't know if we had Disney Channel. Well I think you would have had to to watch. DuckTales. Is DuckTales Disney Channel? I'm almost positive. Because I think they are Donald Duck's nephews. Oh, maybe. So, yep, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Here it is. Life is like a hurricane in this i don't even know if this uh what were they what were they uh alvin and the chipmunks hold on no did you watch the movie oh the movies no i never watched the movies you didn't watch the cartoon i watched a cartoon movie oh maybe i watched the cartoon movie i never watched this one where they have to go around the world to get diamond butt babies oh i don't know I don't know. I, all I watched. I definitely watched the the TV series. All yeah, there was an animated cartoon too, like the Christmas special that they did. Also, was like one of my favorite things. Well, my, this oh, yeah, song I guess, is incredible. Oh, when I said TV series, I meant the animated cartoon, but I guess they did do a live action TV series, didn't they? Oh, I don't, I don't know. They did a live action movie for sure. Did they do a live action TV series? When was this? This song was fucking killer. We don't listen to the whole thing, but you have to hear it. Oh, this is when the yeah, when the chipettes are in full swing. Right. Oh, she's the cutest too. Look at her. She's so cute. That's basically Clementine. Right. That's. Which one? The, the one that you said is that, that one. Oh, all right. <laughs> Just in that it's, sort of like confident, mischievous. Totally. Alvin-esque not gonna, not gonna take your, Not going to take your BS. Um, I know what I want and I'm going to do it. She. This was magic to me. This This whole movie was magic to me. 
the movie itself was something that you movie watched. was magic yeah that was yeah. like there's a lot of stuff that you you know you just watch like the did you ever watch the uh princess and the frog the the muppets version of that hmm i don't know maybe yeah i don't know well I mean, I so you and a i lot. you and i kind of synced up on some uh cartoons like he-man and stuff like that 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 wasn't for me that didn't i didn't i didn't make it into those so what's I mean? Were they still on when you were? Probably not. I feel like yeah. the earliest cartoons that we would have crossed over of that ilk, kind of, was like Ninja Ninja Turtles or maybe X Men. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. The real dividing line, I think, between your generation and mine, is Pokemon. I think that makes a lot of sense. By by the time Pokemon was out. You were out. It, we were out, yeah. Never you were an me. adult, yeah. Never got me. But it swept your generation. That's a really interesting point. Because I feel because I think you're right. I think I feel like it's beanie babies and Pokemon. But but because like Pokemon came very shortly after and we were like primed for the collecting of it all. Mm-hmm. Um and it, it's not even like I mean, I actually did like I was gonna say it's not even like I like Pokemon. I loved the game. I like I played it on my Game Boy during breaks in seventh grade, you know. And I don't know why, but I liked the TV show too. Mm-hmm. I don't want to play Pokemon today. But I did love it. It did it 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 swept me off my feet for sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think you're right. That's probably it. But it's always tales. been it's always been a dividing line yeah. for me, yeah, in terms of Listen, I don't even know what this section was all about. I think we, you know, we talked about 500 different things. But you know what I'm looking forward to? What? On the other side of this next break, mm-hmm. your thing. Oh, well, don't look forward to it too much. Because as all things, it's not very well thought out. But Listen, it'll be fun. We, we just did 17 minutes of copyright material. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I'll see hey, you on, it's the on YouTube, side. it's fair game, right? Isn't that the no, word? that's not no. how that works. Okay, good. Uh, but talk to the Israeli company about getting privacy hacks. So we'll see. We'll see <laughs> if they'll be able to help you. Uh, I'll see you in a second. Are you a geek? Do you like naming things? My name is Scott Rubin, and I wrote the ultimate guide for geeks to name anything. Whether you're naming kids, your pets, your car, your Wi-Fi network, or your role-playing game characters. Naming Your Little Geek has almost 1,100 name entries, and I tell you where the name came from, if it's a real name, or if it's a fictional name, all of the characters who have had that name, and I reference over 4,400 characters from science fiction, fantasy, comic books, movies, TV shows, cartoons, you name it, it's all in there. And it ranges from normal sounding names like Scott or Jessica to really off the wall bizarre ones from all of our favorite fantasy and sci-fi properties. You can pick up a copy of Naming Your Little Geek at bubblesandthingssoaps.com and check out all the other cool items there. Some really neat soaps. Naming Your Little Geek is also sold everywhere books are sold online and you can even find it in some physical bookstores if you're a person who shops in physical stores these days. Nicholas Daly Masu. <laughs> no, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? I think I've told this story before on the podcast, but Nick, you've helped me in my improv journey just by 
being my teacher and also not believing in me, you know, until until it was too late. And then Nick, after one of our shows or something, I Nick Clark. Yes, Nick Clark, Nicholas Daly Clark. We were at the tequila bar and I was like, I'm just not, I'm not smart. I don't think on my feet. He goes, Jessica, you think too much. You think about the thing you should say. And then you think you shouldn't say that thing. And then you think of another thing to say. So you actually are thinking way too much. So he really, he like, and he, he read me like a book. He must, I mean, I'm sure that was an opinion other people had, but it was just like one of the most pivotal moments in improv to go, oh, I, I'm not. I'm thinking, you know, it was really interesting. He he really unlocked that for me in in a gentle, kind, honest friend way, you know. Well, it's ironic because he's an overthinker, a huge overthinker. But I think who better to hear that from than someone who's as intelligent and thinky as him, you know? Like mm-hmm. so, obviously, that is something that works for him. I remember like coming to a mutual a teacher going, "How? how why is this hard for me? Like, why do I feel insecure?" She goes, "Jessica, it's just going to be." You know, you just need years under your belt. I'm like, fuck that. That's not an answer. That's not an answer. It's like a cop-out, you know? No, it's and true. It's also a cop-out. No, well, I look at... It's both. It's, it's skill both. building. You have. It's like you can't just go into a gym and expect to like bench press 150 pounds or whatever it is. You have to... It's skill building. Improv is skill building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're developing your neural pathways... To be able to respond in a certain way. I mean, but I had already been doing it like for three years, and I'm like, guys, I'm still having a hard time. And she's like, just give it a few more years. <laughs> and I didn't want that wasn't the answer I needed at that moment. I did improv in college for three years. Every week, we had a show. We were rehearsing twice a week. We were doing other shows here and there. I still graduated not knowing how to improvise. Totally, I, I, I knew I I knew I was missing things. I just wanted someone to go. It's okay. This is what it is. And I know they couldn't have. I just, anyway. <laughs> Nic- Nicholas Daly Clark was the one who helped me the most in my career. I'm kidding. Um, you know, maybe if you didn't view me as an enemy when I try to give you a note, uh, maybe you would have heard me say the same enemy. thing. <laughs> no, I no you were. This is how you, you taught us. Like, Jessica, don't go on stage unless you have a hit. You know? That, is like, that what I said? You did say that. Like, you want to have a narrative hit. And so I remember, like, you, like I would, so like. I stunted you. No, just it was one of the different – I've learned since to blend both things. Like how can I have – how can I be aqueous backstage or on stage, right? Like, oh, maybe I have a hit for that. Oh, maybe I, I don't. You know, like just trying to be present. So I had to learn a healthy blend between thinking narratively, which you are brilliant at, and and also just trusting and going on stage when I see someone else go on stage and trust that I need to be there. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like so – for me, improv was like a half throwing new clay on, taking some clay off, throwing new clay on, taking some clay off and in order to get to a place where I was thinking as less as uh, thinking as less as possible. But my brain was trained to think about the story. My brain was trained to go follow an impulse, but not over not to the detriment of anyone else's scene or my own ability. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an expert now. You uh, you are a master improviser. No, you prob- you're like you. Uh, all, you need, well, all you need is ten thousand hours. I think you. I, th- put I think in, I have that. I, I think you put it in. So <laughs> I think you put in the work. I'm a master. You heard it here first, folks. Um, <laughs> I definitely have my own style. That's for sure. So what do you? What are you providing us with today? Okay, two things before I hop into it. One, uh, none of my brothers have responded. Do I goose it with 
Does anybody remember that? Or do I let, or do I just wait? I just two feel like your brothers maybe... saying they have no idea. Huh? You're, no, you're no one bro- said, only one brother said, huh? We already said, established that. Yeah, no, let's, no we're going to wait. We're just going to wait. We're going to wait a little longer. Okay. Well, and then it. what's going to happen is probably what's not, this is not going to answer, get answered while we're recording. You're going to take a screenshot. And if none of them know, then you're a fucking liar. Then I'm a liar about yeah, what? I don't know. <laughs> we <laughs> saw the, we saw, you I just know, saw the <laughs> proof is in the Evening, YouTube video. Yeah. Uh, you will, I, I'm sure they won't remember it, but I just, I, I just want to, you have to give them a chance. Like, you know, it's, it's like waiting for the boy to text back. You got to give him a chance. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, the other thing I was going to say, and I, I have not, and I feel bad about this. Um, I have not given a shout out to your boy, Scott Rubin for sending me the name in your little geek book. I can't believe it's taken you this long. <laughs> I know. I feel, well, it's just, you know, you we don't, you know, I need to like have notes, prep them before I come. I basically. That, that would not make for a good podcast. <laughs> I'm just come as an empty vessel. And then, you know, and then I, then we end and I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. But totally. it was so amazing of him to send that book. And really it's been like, you know, we keep it out, we open it up, you know, because we haven't really had a lot of like hardcore naming conversations. Right. But it's it's been the one thing that's like kept it in the air. Like, oh, yeah, let's thumb through here. Um, How sweet. Or like if a name comes across your mind, you're like, oh, well, let's just see it. What it says in there. Yeah. And then we it's played a game. Uh, and then Clementine started loving this game. We're basically, you know, just flumb through the book. Tell me, stop. It says stop. And then I put my finger on the page and I say, stop. You know, or she says stop, and then we read the name and see if we like it. And then she wanted to do it, so she took the book and she's like, "Say stop, say stop, Danny." I was like, "Okay." So it's been fun. It's been a it's been a great source of entertainment. Um, There's been some great names in there. Um, You know, some names that actually were you know on our list, even though we don't really have a list yet. Uh, Mind you, we are floating. We're yeah, (laughs) floating. I don't even know if that's the right place where we're at we're we're two weeks away from our due date Jesus and Christ. we literally have no idea what job, so. uh i first of all i know that about you and, and it's actually exciting but second of all it makes me so happy uh because it's it's also a gorgeous book it's it's just, a it's a, a beautiful book and very well researched i don't know how he did it He's yes. that kind of guy. He's the kind of guy who loves appendixes and cataloging. Because well, he has – I'll show you another time. But people who stream with me know him pretty well. He has every Green Lantern, to- Green Lantern toy that has ever existed. Mm. He has 500 of that toy. He's like He has like store counter showcases of mm-hmm. toys. He's just that kind of guy. And and also brilliant and smart and and – and wrote this crazy book. So um, I'm going to take credit, though, for him because I remember when we start, first started to be friends on his Twitter, it said, aspiring writer. And I said, no, you are a writer. <laughs> Change that. And he goes, what? Well, I was like, you can't say you're an aspiring. Do you write? He goes, well, yeah. And I was like, then you're a writer. And then within two years, he had a book published. So I don't know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Well, that yes, I can't recommend – you are, so now you've had his wife's soaps and his book. Well, I got to tell you, if I was a social media person, <laughs> I, I would have taken a picture of me with the book, 
uh, and posted. I actually took a picture of Clementine with the book, you know, but from behind. So, cause I don't want to, we don't want to post her face too often. Right, 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 right. Um, but I'm like, but I didn't, I mean, I just, I just not a poster. I'm like, what do I send? And then, then the moment passes and yada, yada. So Scott, I apologize. I'm not a big promoter. Uh, but just so you know, if I was, I would have posted it in my mind. Like if I had followers who actually, uh, if I actually had more than five followers, I would have posted it. I think this endorsement is better than anything you could have ever posted. Oh, great. I did it. Nice. Congratulations. But when you have the baby, we do want to know. We, we're looking forward well, to the picture of the baby with the book on top of his head so that you don't put the – you know what I mean? Like you're just going <laughs> to hold the book in front of the baby's head. Or look, our baby is as big as the book. You know, so that's what that's what we're looking for. Now, I know you have like some interaction with our listeners that I'm not privy to. I'm wondering if you could put a poll out there. You've been invited – Okay, carry on. Wait, I thought you had some Discord or you I do, but you could come onto the Discord. No, 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 no. Early on, you were not allowing me to come onto the Discord. That's... You said it you said it was oh. private conversation. Oh, maybe because I wanted to like surprise you with content. That's not yes. what's happening there. Okay, yeah. got it. Um I mean, if I can come now, I mean I will. I mean, obviously I'm not on my computer that often. But uh can we can we get a a, a poll for what I should name my my son? Is there some name? Some name generation? I, I This sounds like excellent. I'd be happy to do this. Do you want to provide like five names or do you want people to just start no, throwing no, no, names no. out there? Because oh, I don't have five names. Then it can't be a poll. No, then I know. Just, I, what else would you call it? A, try, uh, a, a fucking name draw. I don't know. It's just a fucking uh, just uh, uh, throw uh, out uh, suggestions. Suggestions. A, name, suggestion a suggestion box. Suggestion box. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need. We need a suggestion box for your names. A name generator. Name generator. Yeah, we need a nickname generator. Just just name the child Nicholas. Mm, not going to fly. No. No. Okay. Well, I tried. Yeah. All right, Nick, what's what's on the docket? Okay, so I was on Twitter, okay, and I, you know, somehow, I don't know, somehow this ended up in my feed. And I was interested in it. And I thought it was pertinent. This is Great. I'm this sure was is. a thread by somebody named Steph Smith. Let's just read her description. Uh, predicting the future at trends.co at the hustle. I don't know. Predicting the future. I haven't really dived into anything other than this one thread that she had. And so anyway, she's looking at trends. Uh, and her first post is, in 1994, Jeff Bezos famously spotted a stat that made him leave his high-paying PE job to start Amazon. Hmm. The stat was the internet was growing 2,300% per year. Okay, so then she asked the question, what are the generation-defining stats of today? And okay, wow. Puts in, a, puts in a bunch. And I haven't like gone through and like cherry picked these, but I'll just try to see. We'll go through and we'll see. We'll see if some resonate with you. Okay. Hmm. The first one she puts up is the cost of mapping a genome has fallen one hundred thousand percent over the last fifteen years. Uh, and when she says, "If that doesn't speak to you, we're talking about a hundred million down to less than a thousand. Whoa. 
So, you, so basically, our DNA. A genome mapping. Uh, yeah, is that our? Oh my god, I'm such an idiot. Uh, do I know what genome mapping even is? Uh, is it? <laughs> yes, our genes are in our DNA. Yes. Yes. So you have so like then, so then you yes. have dominant genes. You have. So I think this is a this is like how we can you know predict disease or cure disease. Wow. You know, or, or maybe, or or even predicting offspring if you right. go that route, right? Or or Gattacaizing mm-hmm. a child or something. Yeah, like that's the that's the dark side. Well, and it's not saying that that's what it is. Genome mapping is simply being able to ah, they have that gene, right? It's not. It can be used for nefarious purposes after it's been mapped, but the mapping is more so that they can read it. That's what I would insinuate. That's well, what I, I think, yeah, and I think derived. that ability then begets a huge, a huge biomedical industry, right? Which is it's phenom- that's phenomenal to think a thousand dollars down from a hundred million, a hundred million dollars down to wow. less than a thousand. Wow, wild, right? Wild. So- I couldn't so tell you a, the companies to invest in, but they're out there. Uh, maybe it's the time to put some money down. Isn't that a decaying market? What was the what was No, the it's Jeff a growing Bezos market. Oh, okay. No, no, it's a growing market. It means it's cheaper and cheaper to map, map a genome. Oh, so that's a good thing. So that's a good thing in terms of advancements in, in, in the biomedical industry. Okay, okay. I hear right? you. Or anything that, any, anything that has relationship to genome mapping. Okay. I mean... Uh, I don't want to take a shot at guessing a company that don't do that, it. Don't I'm do not it. Do it. But there are companies I remember that are like in like there's a lot of companies that are in that field that are developing. Wow. That you know if you invest in the right one and they succeed could be huge. Wow. Wow. Okay. Next one. College tuition has outpaced how much people earn by almost 10x. Does that make sense? So the Not price really. of college has increased Whoa. more than the increase in income by 10x. That's in fucking sane. Right? That's 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 not viable. No. Then what's that's... the point of going to college? Right? Yeah. If you can't find a job that pays for the college. <laughs> I mean, I know that this is a crisis that is, I, I basically, the, the industry you should be investing in is fucking loans because it's a brilliant, yes. hey, we'll, we'll pay you, you know, it was insane. It's insane. That's a fucking travesty. Well, so then you go like, well, how does that happen? Well, it must happen because people are paying, are paying for it, are willing to say yes to these price hikes. I think some people are taking the out loans, loans they shouldn't. No. Well, that's what I'm saying. The loans then the loans are make, part of it. Well, the and loans and generational make, wealth is part of it. Yes, but the loans then make the colleges go, I can charge more. Yes, yes. I'm sure that's yeah, that makes sense. That's that's a part of it. The because access George to Bush's kids are going to go and it's going to be a drop in the bucket. But you know, the one kid is trying to go to college for the first time and gets like a stipend or grant or whatever it's got to pay for the other seventy thousand dollars a year how 
you know, anyway, fucking wild. Disgusting. Yeah. That's, and I will say there's no shame in, in going to a state school in your, you know. None as, whatsoever. You know, uh, I was fortunate to go to USC and I think, yeah, I got a really good education, but do I think it was any better if I had stayed and gone to UT in Texas or Texas A&M? No. Just like with anything, it is it is how you apply yourself. I do believe that for the most part. Mm-hmm. And you also can continue to learn after going to college too. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. anyway, that's fucking wild. Okay, next. Okay. The percentage of men under 30 not having sex has tripled in the last decade. And then she makes a comment. I'm not sure what percentage of those men are now having sex in the metaverse. <laughs> wow. Right? Is that That's insane. I, I'm going to guess that that's due to our dependency on, on phones and screens, as oh. well as the easy access to porn. Sure. And, like, video games, probably just, like, playing video games. Like, I know guys who are, like, dweebs who were late sexual bloomers because they were just smoking pot and playing video games all day. Like, literally. Um, And so my question is, what does this stat suggest one should invest in based off of that information? Video games? Porn? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if this is this particular one. I mean, you could look at it that way of like, hey, what, where should, where should I invest? I think this is more just a comment on our society as a whole. Because we're also the gayest, the, the kids under 30 is the gayest generation too. Okay. I don't. I don't think there's a correlation there. Yeah. I'm just saying like they have a lot going for themselves in terms of like also sexual freedom. So it's yeah, interesting. I, to me, I, re- I really attribute this to our iPhone or a phone, smartphone usage that we're yeah, just, sure. you know, you're lying in bed and you're on your screen or you're, or you're getting your stimulus, you know, in your own home all around you all the time. You don't need to go out and seek it. Um, and if you do need to have some sort of sexual release, you just... Pop on sure. free free porn, you know. Sure. Why go through all the trouble of having sex? Or could also be just another factor could be limited social interaction, or or, or you know of COVID not being used to. Uh, yeah, definitely COVID in the past couple of years, um, but not you know since it's much a more digital world, not having as much you know face to face interaction. That's fascinating. More, yeah. yeah, it's fascinating. Huh. I wonder what it is for the women on the other side. I got to imagine it's similar. I don't know. Uh, Well, it does say, she put that there and then she put up this graph. Okay, let's see. What does this graph say? This graph has men and women between the ages of 1830 reporting no sex in the past year. Okay, so the share of men and women between the ages of 18 and 30 reporting no sex in the past year. Now, this is probably skewed because the past year was a lot of quarantining. Right. So this is probably tricky. Oh, but this was, this says 2018. So maybe oh. it wasn't. So no, no, this says 2018. Okay. Men, 28%. Oh, 
How many percent of women do you think didn't have sex? I guess 14. in two thousand. Yeah, close. Eighteen percent. I think women feel more pressure to have sex than to, in order to date. I could see that. My argument might be is that women have oh, easier access to sex than men do if they want it. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? Like a guy, like if a guy was in a room with five women and he propositioned them all, maybe maybe one, one. maybe one says yes. A woman is in a room with five men, probably four. She's things. not safe. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> 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 so sad but true um <laughs> this is a hypothetical room it's not a, a physical room where men respect women got it <laughs> um yeah we could get into that another time but i think i think it's a healthy handful of both right like mm-hmm. yes yeah it could be a, yeah i i i i'm wrong to ascribe my sexual sensibilities toward other women uh, I tend to assume that women feel similarly similarly to how I feel with sex, but that's not fair or true. Um, but any good therapist would tell you the majority of women give sex for love and men disguise love as sex. You know what I mean? So or disguise yeah. disguise sex as love. So it does tend to be that way. We're living in a more fluid time. Maybe I'm just totally old fashioned and wrong. So that's interesting. 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 Now, this next one is a potential either investment opportunity or a career (laughs) opportunity. Um, The New York Times estimates that there will be a shortage of 300,000 semiconductor workers by 2025. Whoa. Most emerging tech depends on semiconductors, whether we're talking electronic vehicles, artificial intelligence, gaming. Uh, and making chips is highly complex, taking up to 1,500 individual steps and up to six months. Wow. Crazy. Because I know, like, certain components for computers are insanely expensive right now. A lot of that has to do with the shipping breakdown. Yeah. And multiple things happening with regards to that. Um, and it's not surprising... But people, A, don't want to leave their home, B, don't want to do that kind of work, and C, we are going to more computerized things anyway. So most people are, we will have a phenomenon where we will be like at 70% job loss with people not knowing what to do until computers take it all over, if we get to live that long. Hmm. God, I hope I'm retired by that point. You want to be retired. You want to. We want to be on UBI, and we want to be retired by that point. What's UBI? Uh, universal. Uh, oh, basic income. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. I know. In 1942, eight hours of sleep was the norm. Today, people get an average of six point eight. Yeah, that's, re- not, that's not surprising. New research. Let me see. It's a typo here. New research uh, says that this puts a four hundred and eleven billion dollar toll on the U.S. each year. What? Uh, yeah. 
think the meditation industry is big, try a TAM, T-A-M. I don't know. That's I don't know what that stands for. Of literally every person on earth, let's look up what TAM stands for. Well, because I base- know that, like insomnia or like, uh, Ambien, like medications just to help people sleep. Come here, Bubba. We got a big old boy who feels like I'm not paying enough attention to him. I think. Oh. Oh, total addressable market. Hmm. What does that mean? In the context. Well, just that every the, the total addressable. He says the try a total addressable market of literally every person on Earth. So like everybody's like that's the, when you when you start looking at markets and how things affect are, are going to you know affect price and value. You say like, well, how many how many users of this product? Well, she's mm, saying literally every I person see. on Earth is affected by getting less sleep. I you see. Know, wow. If, wow. If, you know, and this is saying that it's that lack of sleep is costing the U.S. $411 billion each year. So if we all got more sleep, we would, it would have a marked effect on on the, on our, on our income and the total income across the Or like what we could spend our money on besides meditation apps and (laughs) Z-Quill. So if you can find, yeah, if you can find something to address this Huh. This lack of sleep issue, you maybe could make a lot of money. Wow. Maybe that's why I keep getting Calm app advertisements in my Are you going social to be media feeds. another newborn dad? You must be stressed. <laughs> <laughs> Here, listen to this and watch this sand being drugged through with a fork. Drag this fork through the sand. <laughs> or whatever. Or oddly satisfying. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Um, oh, this is interesting. The electronic system in a car in 1970 uh, was 5% of... Wait, well, let me get it. The electronic system was 5% of car costs in 1970. It's expected to be 50% by 2030. Hmm. Hmm. I think that's underwhelm. I, I, I would expect it to be more than that. That's interesting. Now this is saying car costs as opposed to actual physical parts. Um, and a little bit of the comment is self-driving is not going to be the only advancement when it comes to car computers. Um, the Ford F-150 has 150 million lines of code. Wow. You know. That's actually scary. So you're saying someone could hack into a car? Yes. That's and actually she says, she says look out for car malware. App stores, etc. Yada yada. Wow, I have not. That is not a problem. I first saw. I mean, it makes you if you want to stay off the grid. You know, it makes you want to invest in classic cars. You know, and get yourself a fucking '69 Ford Mustang. Mm-hmm. Which is well, the only way you can have '69 in your license plate, is if you have a car from that year. I which is which things. is everybody's goal, right? That's, that's what I want. Sixty nine, my Stang, man. <laughs> Come on, sixty nine M Stang. Who doesn't want that? I well, don't you want four twenty sixty nine? Is that what you no, want? No, well, I mean, if you want to be a real baller, <laughs> baller. But I guess my I probably can't get four twenty as my guess unless that's my fucking birthday or something. <laughs> I'm sure. They're stifling. They're stifling my steez, man. 
Okay, uh, here, this next one. Here's one that I can't believe it took folks a pandemic to realize. As of 2020, Americans saved over 60 million commute hours per day with remote work. Per day. Yeah. 60 million hours in the car per day. Have you ever heard the number of how many eggs get cracked a day? No. Give me a second. So while you look that up, let me see if we got a nice team. Nineteen of the hottest years on record were in the last twenty. Yikes. That is not that climate change is not real. Uh I maybe maybe I can't find it. I've read it before though. Let's see. Jesus, where is it? Anyway, whatever. I think it's like two hundred billion something insane like that. In the world or in the U.S.? In the world. I would say to get 200 billion, it would have to be the world. It's a lot. Let's see. Hold on. Approximately 179 eggs per person were available for consumption globally. I don't understand what's happening here. It's too many eggs. It's too many eggs. Is all I know. Global egg consumption to reach 1,154 billion units by 2015. What does that mean? Wait, say it again. Global. CIA announces the release of comprehensive global of a comprehensive global report on eggs market. The global market for eggs is projected to reach 1,154 billion by by the year 2015. Maybe that's the amount. Is that annually? I don't, I don't it doesn't say. But that's 1 trillion, right? Yeah. Uh the per capita consumption with growing base with growing base of middle class population and their increasing purchasing power, the per capita consumption of eggs is increasing constantly across major Asian nations such as China and India. Since the population in the region is high, the smallest rise in the per capita consumption would trigger a significant upswing. Maybe that's per year. Maybe. That sounds more likely. Anyway, it's fucking insane. Um, okay, give us, give us, give us the scoop, Daddy-O. Okay, saying on the food on the food theme, the original lab-grown burger costed. Costed. Uh, well, that's just what she wrote, but that's costed. Cost. Yeah, cost. costed. Yeah, no, but in the past, in 2013, how much do you think a bur- to create a, a lab-grown burger in 2013 cost? I'm gonna say 150 bucks. Oh wait. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Lab grown is I are we is, including all the things that went into research in order to make it? Yes. Hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, you're getting closer. Three hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Wow. 
Now, one pound of lab-grown chicken costs $7.70. Wow. Which is down from $18 in mid-2021. So I could so go back cheaper to eating... I can go back to eating chicken because it's lab grown or is it like, are they growing actual chickens and then slaughtering them? I don't think they're, that would be cloning. Uh, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. This is a way for us to eat meat, but not kill animals. I believe. It's probably not. It's probably not um, environmentally sound is going to be my guess, but who knows? Is it more environmentally or less environmentally sound than like the problems with livestock and all of it's bad? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just and also meat's not that good for you in general. But I digress. <laughs> Global fertility has halved in the last fifty years. So, did you? That's actually fascinating. Um, you know, people believe that the the vaccine is also causing fertility issues. Uh, I guess I've heard that. So, a lot of conspiracies going out there. Uh, yeah, With the, ra- the raising of telephone wires and what have you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know, know more about it than I should, so. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, the the fa- this is whatever side note. Fastest growing ten year old company isn't in software; it's a lithium ion battery company. Uh, like a, semiconductors. It's a, it's a far. It's not a far cry from electronics. No, I'm mean, just saying it's not software. I see. Base, which you know, it's lithium ion batteries. So, I mean, that's definitely a huge emerging market in the stock market is looking at as batteries in general, who's going to come up with the most effective battery. And then most of these run on lithium. So lithium mining. Wow. You can invest in as well. Wow. That sounds smart. Um, uh, oh, this much of the coming decades will be defined by the growing global middle class. Uh, ascending from 3.6 billion in 2018 to 5.5 billion in 2030. Hmm. I, mean, I think that's good news. Yeah, right? but I, who knows if it's happening in America? But carry on. Well, we, yeah, we, I mean, we were probably ahead of many countries in middle class, and now that maybe who knows if that's changing. Uh, oh, and here we go. We'll end it. Should we end it on this one? Let's see if there's anything else. Yeah, here, I, we'll end it on this one. She says, you didn't think I'd get through this entire thread without crypto, did you? Oh. <laughs> crypto adoption closely mirrors internet adoption minus a few decades. This trajectory predicts 1 billion users by 2027. So which I that, think is a defining argument for it. Which is goes back to what I said earlier, right? Like whether you like it or not, it the trajectory that it's on is going to be that this is most likely in the future. I mean, that's, what is that, five years down the road, that this is going to be blockchain technology and cryptocurrency is going to be a part of your everyday life. Yeah. Yep. 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 
like it or not. Like it or not. So might as well have at least a little bit of an eye on it. You know what I mean? Totally. I mean, I think the way things are right now, it's totally understandable to be skeptical. Because well, let's, go ahead, it is sorry. a lot of, I was just saying, because there is a lot of garbage out there. Well, I think that's also taken into consideration the majority of people in general are fear-based and are afraid to take chances and are living in a job that they're unhappy with or are unable to eat healthier and it's all fear-based. And so, of course, adopting a new thing that they have no idea how it works, people, people that are making money at chip crypto right now are anticipating that. You know, they're anticipating people to not get involved so that they can stay ground level. And, it, you know, watch anything about Simon Sinek and, 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 and you'll see, like, the majority of us are reticent to accept things until it's widely accepted. Mm-hmm. It's, not un- it's not unusual that people are, are balking against this, against this. But I feel, I mean, this is, you know, I, I remember a long time ago I heard about, like, oh, a new major in college called, like, you can major in, in futures. And it's and it's basically probably what I'm, I'm whether Steph Smith majored in it or not. But this is the, what the field she is in is, is uh-huh. looking at what are the trends of the futures? Where are we headed? I was so at the time I was like, oh, that's that's interesting. Is that really a thing? I wish I would have paid more attention. Uh, now that I'm a little bit older and wiser, I'm like, oh yeah, no, this is totally a thing. You should have your eye on where trends are moving us because. You can then adjust accordingly, however you want to adjust, whether you want to like be an early investor in, in something or, or dive into some new technology, or whether you want to build a bunker out in the middle of the woods because you don't like where we're headed and you want to have a, you know, cultivate a more natural life, uh, you know, a non-digital off-the-grid life. It's just good to know, you know, so, you know, you don't wake up one day and be like, what the F happened? What world am I in? Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the, the usage of iPhones or smartphones was predictable at the time. I don't know if people really, like, at this moment see the consequences as much. I think they do. They definitely see it in terms of social media usage and whatnot. But, um, uh, I mean, I, I could see it back when the first iPhone came out. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, my sort of dystopian future was like, we're all going to be known as our phone numbers. You know what I mean? Our, our seven digit. We're going to be known as these seven digits. I don't know if I have ever told you this, but my father did not get us social security numbers until we were 16, 17, 18. <laughs> and he paid fines every year because of it. Cause you're supposed to get it like within, I don't know, the year of them being born or something because in the armageddon book or the exodus i don't know which which one is the scary book of the bible oh uh, i don't know the, the, apoc- the apocalypse apocalypse well it's not, not apocalypse. you know what do they call armageddon though the, the, the um uh not the uh, no i don't oh boy yeah oh, well oh woo. so yeah. that book apparently one of the passages says and we will have numbers tattooed on our heads and to hmm. him memorizing our numbers social security was you know a sign of the coming end times he wanted to save us from that as long as possible the the rapture the rapture that's not the book though well yeah the rapture but the rapture but it's in the book somewhere that Mm. we will have numbers tattooed on our heads so 
Well, I think he like, might have. Yeah. I think he might have missed it. It's not the social security number. It's the telephone number. <laughs> I mean, it could be both. Could be both. Because I mean, like, there's telephone number is one thing, but categorizing us with social security numbers is another. And then I guess now we'll be known as our uh, blockchain wallet number. There's our, there's our too, wallet there's address. Too many. There's too many numbers. <laughs> I, I, how many people can you count on your like can you do you know all of your brother's numbers by heart i know none of my brother's numbers. oh by heart. scary that's wild but growing up i knew everybody's numbers by well heart. you had to which is so amazing right it was just you know the numbers were designed that you could memorize them easily and it's amazing but now I know... we have no need to put down those numbers do you know what i mean no i got I took, it took me a while i eventually got my wife's number down which you I think had to you have to. Like, I remember doing that. Like, okay, I'm going to sit here and learn this person's number. I got to fucking do it. <laughs> I think. And it, it just yeah. made me think. I was like, is there anybody's number I know? And there what? There's one friend. that, I, And I just got it in my head. I was like, oh, yeah, I know his number. That's it. I, I know that I need. I have two. I have two numbers memorized. And they're the perfect numbers to have memorized because they are my emergency contacts also. So, like. And one of them is because my brother has kept that phone number that we used in middle school or high school. So, like, he's kept that phone number. And and so he's he's had it. It was ours. I know that number, you know. And it's really clever, cute. I don't know. Not a clever number. It's just fucking, I don't know. Anyway, whatever, Nick. I We should learn each other's numbers in case I go to jail. <laughs> Hi. Can you call Nick Masu, please? Could you imagine? Your wife would be like, what the fuck is happening look she's in trouble it's it's a pact we made on our podcast <laughs> jesus christ nick <laughs> first the book um well so that means if you're two weeks out we maybe have one maybe two episodes left before you're gone maybe yeah and they usually say the second one comes early so who knows um, I, every week I, like i said i'm gonna act like we're never gonna see you again I I think we're okay for next week. Um, Don't say that. Well, no, I mean, I'm just saying based on the, the position of the baby and the ultrasound we had this week and yada, yada. I think we're probably good for another week, but there's, there is a chance beyond that week that I think the baby could come early, though, though we'll see. We'll see. I'm so excited for you. March is a good baby. It, it, yeah. March is a good baby. I don't know. I'm just saying that. It's an Aries, right? It's going to be Aries. I think so. If they're in the later part of March, yes. Um, which if, I don't know exactly what that means. Somebody was explaining it to me once. Um, but it's going to be a whole new dynamic for our family. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited. Well, we did a lot, a lot of gobbledygook today. I feel I feel proud of myself for coming to the table with something that was somewhat interesting. Not only did you come to the table with something, I learned a lot. Right? That it was, was cool. Fascinating. I should give another shout out to who this person is because I really just took her whole thread. Steph Smith at Steph Smith IO. There you go. Great. Yeah. Under wonderful. That's what we do. We plagiarize everything. We we played <laughs> twenty minutes of commercials and. Theme we songs. don't. We do not plagiarize. We, we paradise. Paradise. Parodyize. Parody. Parodyize. Parodyize. Paradise. I don't think that's a word, Jess. Par. It is now. 
paradise. I think you just say we parody. We parodied it. I think that that's one of those words that can. We've be done used a parody. To, can use no. I think you just say we we parody it. <laughs> I think you it can. Is, it has been parody. Mm, parody. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. This is gonna. And so it had been parody. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm just using it as a verb to produce. No. Paradized. Paradized. <laughs> How do you, what do you do? Do you go to, where do you go to find different conjugations of the? Well, just type conjugation. Parody conjugation. Here we go. Infinite parody, parodying, parodied exists. Parodied exists, parodying yeah, but there's no paradise. But yes. Oh, that's parody, right. Parody, we're parodying. Parodied. Parodied. Pa- who wants to say parodying? No, I don't want to say parodying. Hold on. Par- paradized. Let's see. Paradise. In lexico exists. In wiktionary exists. In word sense exists. Paradizing. Merriam Webster. But is it a different, is it the same word? Hold on, yeah, it seems to be, but but also Merriam-Webster does not seem to have it. I mean, I'm looking on this uh, web some website here that's got all the different. Now this is a British website, so I don't know if that changes things. But it I'd, does a little bit. I'm not seeing it. Parodied, parodying, parodies. Yeah, no, paradise probably does not exist. You're probably right. But today's word of the day. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. As we go, tempestuous. Oh, tempestuous means of relating to or resembling a tempest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And actually, one last question. I'm going to ask you something. Mm-hmm. And you're going to, I'm just going to ask you, I'm going to put in a chat this word, and you're going to tell me how it's pronounced. Well, you slightly misspelled it. A little typo. I did not. But... Oh, yes, I did. Uh, I think I usually say mischievous. But I, I could see myself saying mischievous. So it's mischievous. It's not mischievous, which is why I spelled it wrong by accident. Oh, you spelled right? it like, I, yeah, you did spell it. I didn't it. do it. I, I didn't try. I, I say mischievous. It's not how it's pronounced. It's it's not how it's, it's not how it's spelled. It's mischievous, but we say mischievous. Like sherbet. We say sherbet, but it's sherbet. Mm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. Because people say mischievous, it's not wrong now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just like one of those things, but it's mischievous. Mischievous. Yeah, I definitely usually say mischievous. Usually. That's what I do, too. Well, Nick, You know, I know you got to go, but the one thing... No, we, you're the one who has shit to... You have a... I know I got to go, too. We got no time to, to help you. We have no time to answer this question, but but there's a huge question out there on social media. What is Did you it? you know that? No. No? It hasn't come to you? I don't think so. Okay. Do you know Nick? In the world, yeah. In the world, are there more doors? Oh, or wheels? Wheels. That's my answer. This and this, but you said, "Oh, like you've heard this." Then I just heard it yesterday. I saw it yesterday. I voted. I voted wheels. You voted wheels. I think. I I guess I think I have to go. Wheels. You have to go wheels. Think about all the tick tuck tuck 
tuk tuk all the all the countries that are all bikes and cars and you know think about it come on it's more wheels it's got to be more wheels well but but you're also not thinking about the different derivations of doors four wheels per door <laughs> depending on no on a car no maybe on a tr- like a you know trolley or not a trolley trolleys don't even have doors they have doorways you know they sometimes they have doors we're just thinking buses uh what about the in your kitchen all your cupboard doors oh right there's there's a lot more doors than just doors to enter a room this is true and on that car you're talking about that you say oh there's four wheels well there's four wheels on a car wow often four doors unless it's a coupe and there's i have one two three four five doors in my house and it's a single apartment not including your cupboards but i also have wheels on my uh, thing that sits at the edge of my bed. Mm-hmm. There's cheese wheels. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we can add cheese wheels, that that does it. Uh, Come on, if you're if you're going cupboard doors, I'm going cheese wheels. Sure, sure. I'll, I get sure. Cheese I don't know. If, I don't know if cheese wheels counts, but. I th- I mean I, I I might still say wheels, but I do think there's more doors than people think. I I think you may be right, and I I I would like to reserve my answer, despite having given one already, until I, <laughs> I think about this more. Okay, well we'll find well, well let's think about it, and next week we'll come back and and uh, see where we land. It'll yeah, be we'll so forget. suspenseful. It'll be we'll so forget. exciting. Totally uh, Nick... Every time we say we'll do this next week, it never happens. <laughs> the, the pleasure, as always, is our audiences. Good night, Nick. Good night. Just good night. Good yeah. night. We always say good night, whether it's. Do okay. we always say good night? Yes. I, I, some, mostly. Sometimes. Good night, Moon. Bye. Aww. Go the fuck to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That does it for this week, Nichols. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of You Don't Know Nick. There are many different ways you can support our podcast. One of them is going to youdon'tknownick.com and finding out all the different places you can listen to our show. You can also follow us on Good Pods, which is basically Instagram for podcasts. Not only can you follow your favorite shows, you can listen to them right there in the app. If you're interested in finding some You Don't Know Nick merch or Jessica Lynn Verde merch, go to subtlegeek.spreadshirt.com. And if you're not already consider becoming a patreon member you can get exclusive swag and early access releases to episodes if we're able to get them to you in a timely manner go to patreon.com slash you don't know nick and if you haven't already leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts see you next week nichols